0: Now, they are very welcome to a special edition of Treaty Talk. It would have been episode 206, but today it's all about the county finals and we'll, we'll focus solely on the Hurling County Finals that take place this weekend. Obviously, the showdown, the big showdown of the weekend, will be Kilmallock versus Pearson this Sunday, back at the two scale crowns at quarterbacks four. But we also have the Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship Final between Mona and Brough this Saturday in Kilmallock at three. So stay tuned for both of those previews.
1: Impression the game we get old with what you put in. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Phil Kenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar.
0: Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods, and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's
1: worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, uh, well, tried. Shorty,
0: buttery. The deal down to Tomas O'Shea. He deserves to score from here. One
1: and a half. Everything went out there from the war court today,
0: no more about it. he made either the running. that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact that that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left?
1: We have a couple of injuries. Here comes Kiran Carey. Carey leaving the charge of the left today. 45 metres out, he's a chance to score. He's put him he's put him the There's no sympathy in this game for anybody.
0: A couple of foger before we start, Matt. We're obviously recording early on Wednesday morning. There's just um hearty cup came on Wednesday afternoon when we'd usually be recording. So this will be out. Um, they won't be live. If anyone has any comments or anything they want to get, just get your comments in, and we'll we'll see those next week. My voice as well. You can hear I'm a bit run down, so I apologize for that. But in the so why are doing all the
1: talking, Jack? Is
0: it? Yeah, standard enough. But um, <laughs> I suppose an in intro, Matt, back at the Gaelic Crowns and long overdue. But it's it's gonna be brilliant to actually walk back in there on Sunday afternoon. It's been a long time coming, but you know, it's it's the home of Limerick Jay, and this is the showpiece event. So it's only right that we're back in the Gaelic Crowns on Sunday.
1: Yeah, I suppose you, you know, um, headquarters is 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 a fit and proper place to um um to hold a, what, is, what is the showcase. Hurling Hurling game of the year, um, but um, I, I think Willem O'Donohue in, 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 in the um, pre pre final press evening, like I, I, he made the point about how important it was to having the the game and to get it counts. But he he also said about the um, the games that were out around the county and the, the intimacy and and the atmosphere that they that they created um i i think it's very very important because in 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 2021 all games were exclusively in the gaelic grounds and um i i i think that um you know you need to spread it around the county in the interest of of, of promoting the game and and we 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 have seen um, we have seen at the county grounds and place like Kilmarack, Dune, and these places—like we, we've seen—fantastic crowds turning out, Jack. So, yeah. um, like it's it, it's bringing the hurling back to the people, back to its space. yeah. And um, but um, come county final day, I I, I suppose it's it's only and proper that it should be staged at headquarters.
0: Yeah, it's it's exciting to get back there, right? And you'll be hoping for a big crowd. I know the game is on TG4, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that have. Been looking back or looking forward, to getting back to HQ. I suppose the matchup we have is Kilmallock and the Pierce. Before we get into the nitty gritty, I think it's one that you called way back in June when we did our preview. I think you had mentioned that you'd fancy the Pierce to go all the way to in the final. No real, like not that there's no real surprises, but at the start of the year, you would have picked out these two, and and they've lived up to the expectations. Uh, they have, they have,
1: they've, they, have, they, they're they 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 two very, very, very good sides now um Dune, um came came very close to to upsetting that that um that that prediction that, um would, it was on, on on an appalling day but of course it was appalling for both sides um but um yeah I, I i felt right from the outset that if they avoided each other when it came to the knockout phase of the competition that they were the most likely finalists and that that's how it has transpired and if you look at their record, if if you look at Napier six record um, in getting to the final, um, like I I saw them in in two games in the league, and um, particularly in the league final, um, they 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 really really impressed me because the way that they blew a dare out of it in in the league final, and when I was reflecting on it afterwards, um, uh, I I, I reckoned that there was probably six. Seven at the most of what would be the the Napier Championship team, because all the Limerick players were immersed with Limerick at, at that particular time. I think it was back around April or May, and um, uh, I felt that you, you know that, and I saw something about him that I thought that that um, you know it, 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 they seem to be single-minded this year, and um, he, and uh, of course. They, they they just had one one goal in mind. and in the in the group stages, um they were hugely impressive, of course, with four straight wins, and um, then um, they went into the final day, having already nailed the semi-final spot and um, they were held on that day by a hand. Now, what was a significant game inside and in that was round two when Napiershiik met Kilmallo over in Dune. And it, it 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 was kind of a foretaste of what we are to what we expect on on Sunday. Now it was a cracking game. Now I'm I'm not so sure how much bearing it will have on what will transpire in the Gaelic grounds on on Sunday. But um, uh, you know our 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 prediction that these were the two likely finalists. Um, it was confirmed to me that evening. Now, I was quite satisfied leaving June that evening, that despite the quality of the game that they served up, and there was only a point in it at the end, um, that neither side left everything there, um, that there, 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 there was something left in both tanks. And um, the, the question will be, when they square up on Sunday, um, given the what has happened in between and all that, how much was left in war tanks and that, 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 that would be crucial.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a really fascinating game because even though, um, Kilmalik were counted champions coming into the year, the appears were favored throughout and their odds have, have really shortened four to nine to two to one. But from a ten standpoint, they're going into the game as defending champions. And you know, that, that brings a lot of weight with it that, you know, they, they got the job done most recently. Now I know, and it appears she won six titles in just over a decade. But Kilmallock are the champions at the end of the day into the final.
1: They are the champions. And uh, um, like, you know, all conventional wisdom last year and the lead up to the final was suggesting that it was almost Patrick's will to lose. But um, uh, obviously Kilmallock didn't read into that script or buy into that narrative. I actually think, Jack, um, Kilmallock are... You know, there's something of a better side than they were last year. I I I think their side has been strengthened and their squad has been been strengthened. And um, the arrival on the scene of of Shane O'Brien has added greatly to 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 um, Kilmallock's firepower because, like we we have seen um we we've seen during the championship this year the the seamless transition he has made from. Um, minor and underage and colleges hurling, into in, in seeing a championship hurling, and um, I think he gives an added dimension to 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 Kilmallock, as does Conor Handley clark Now I know Conor Handley clark played a bit bit parts last year, mainly late cameo appearances, um, but he's more centre stage this year. Although there may be a possibility that he may not start. Um. He, he has been used um, to great effect during the campaign as an impact sub, and um, uh, he has great free taking capabilities as well. So, I, I think if, if you look at those two um, now, on the downside for, for Kilmalek, the loss of Kieran O'Connor was huge. And um, and Dame English, they, they lost two defenders, but Kieran O'Connor had. Evolved into being a very, very good centre half back last year, and it, it left a, a very big void for Kilmarnock to fill this year. And um, they 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 have tried a couple of combinations, and you know they have they have settled, I think, uh, you know at last for the tried and trusted Gavin O'Mahony, who never lets the side down and who who has so much experience of appearing in county finals, appearing um in in big games with Limerick and um. You know, very he he had been up at full forward and um, you know, a very, very good fallback situation to have a player of the caliber of Governor Mahoney to step in with, with the, the, the wealth of experience that he has. And also on the plus side was of course the return of Paddy O'Loughlin. Like um, he, here you have an All-Ireland winner coming back into your squad. A recent All-Ireland winner, as recent as 2020, coming back into your squad. So I think if you take the pros and the cons, the pluses and the minuses, I think that Kilmallock have a stronger squad this year.
0: Yeah, and they, they seem to be playing a better brand of Hurland. I think that it just comes from confidence from winning the title last year. Because to be fair, they kind of came from nowhere last year. You know, So they really pushed them all the way. Um, and Bally Brown could have very easily knocked them out in the group stages. But I think they're playing with a, a renewed... Figure and confidence and a couple of lads were called into the inter-county setup and, you know, that's that's boosted them as well. They have some real firepower up there, Matt. And if you were, you know, on a Pierschig defence or, I suppose, manager, like, who would you be, I suppose, detailing on Shane O'Brien because he caused a lot of trouble in the group stage game. And then, obviously, you have the likes of Michal Houlihan, Graham Mulcahy and Oshina Ryder that need minding as well. You know, you have to be your matchups right here.
1: Absolutely, and you have to get um, You also have to take into account that um, I, I think Phelan O'Reilly Oshin's brother is in the form of his life at the moment. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. he's 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 playing playing fantastic hurling. So, um, yeah, it's it's it, it, it's um, uh, I, 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 quite honestly, I, I I I don't know um who who they they, they will delegate to um um, um uh, shadow or police. Um, Shane O'Brien. I, I'm just wondering, will they be tempted maybe to play Jerome Bylan um, if if fully fit, and um, that may he may be delegated to to take him on, um. But it's very very much up in the air. But a general point, Jack, and I was reflecting on it during the week and have reflected considerably on it. Like it 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 it, it will be decided, um, you know. And this might be a small bit cliched, but it will be decided jack, by which defense stands up the best to the firepower of the opposition because you you, you would have to say that the strong areas of both sides are the, the are the attack like um you, you know you have havekilmalnach attack which you have which you've just named there and you have another guy like that that um who, who may not be starting will probably be on the bench for Kilmallock, but is um, a very very useful substitute ha- to have and absolutely revels in the Gaelic grounds as we've seen was it 8 points in play in a county under 21 final I'm talking about David Wolfe
0: yeah.
1: you know so uh, uh, it, it would depend on, on how um, the, 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 the the respective defences will match up to the firepower because like Kilmanach firepower we're talking the the piercing firepower like you talk of Kevin Downs, Connor Boylan, Dahi Dempsey, uh, Willem Hinn, you know, quite a formidable yeah. player, Adrian Breen. And that's not that's not mentioning Peter the Great, even, you know, Peter Casey. Like so look, it's fascinating. It's 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 a stellar cast on Sunday and and it's 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 absolutely mouthwatering, and it's one of those games that you just can't wait. Until
0: Johnny Murphy throws in the ball at four fifteen. Yeah, there's there's a there's riches among both sides there, and yeah. we will do a combined fifteen um, in in not too long a future on, on this podcast. But before we get to that, I suppose you're talking about firepower there either side. But in midfield, I think there's a huge battle there between um, Robbie Hanley and William O'Donohue, and in many ways, William O'Donohue is just. Robbie Hanley further down the track, like a real abrasive kind of midfielder, always in the tick of the action, probably doesn't get in the score sheet as much as, you know, modern midfielders, but, you know, their contribution is probably far more telling over the course of the game, I mean, William, I don't know, it's like men against boys sometimes, and Robbie Hanley has shown glimpses of that, namely the 21s final in 2017 against Kilkenny, but, you know, there's a real emphasis, I suppose, on Robbie. Now, it could be someone else, but just to try and curb William O'Donoghue because even with that firepower, it all kind of seems to stem from Will, in my opinion, for Napier Pearship.
1: I agree with you. absolutely powerful player, of course. Um, uh, all it is is that he's 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 bringing the type of form and the type of performances that he puts on the green jersey. He's just bringing it to 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 club level. And of course, he's a huge figure and a huge cog. Plus, you know, um, an inspirational, um, an inspirational captain of the side as well. And um, but it's going to be a huge battle there because, um, you know, I, I think a couple of things um, that probably swayed that, 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 you know, that helped Kilmalick, um steal a march on everybody last year when they when they were not fancied and win the county championship was that um, I thought in general last year throughout the campaign that Robbie Handley had a massive campaign for Kilmallock. Really, yeah. really came into a own, And, of course, the placing of, of, of um, Aaron Costello from cornerback to midfield, it brought huge energy to that area of the field for Kilmallock. And um, you, you, you could see um, uh, in, in last year's county final, if we reflect back on it, the amount of energy and, and effort and intensity that the two, uh, Robbie Hanley and Alan Costello, brought to the final. Like, it, 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 it knocked like a keen lynch and doors out of their stride. And it, it was part of the platform for, for that Kilmallock victory. And um, Fintan O'Connor will, you know, will be looking for something similar. But, you know, coming up against um, Willem O'Donoghue, it's it's a totally different kettle of fish. An absolutely fantastic player. A powerhouse, of course, physically a powerhouse. So um, uh, that's going to be a very, very interesting battle. And you know, it, it, of course, a lot depend will depend as well, Jack, on how much midfield play there will be. You know, yeah. because um, he, there are there are I I, I think Kilmaik will probably want to bypass Willem I don't know who at all costs at all times. Um. So. It, it, but what battle there will be in the battleground of midfield, it'll be very, very, very interesting now, Keith yeah. uh, Dempsey is, is possibly a um, good young hurler, is possibly going to be maybe Will's partner um, he, you know, Thomas Grimes has been a big loss to the um, there there's no doubt about that And um, but um, yeah, look, you, you can go to all the areas of the field and you, you 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 can only summarize or guess what what the like what likely matchups there will be, but you know whatever there will be, it's going to be you know and um, matchups that are not working, they would be changed very very quickly because it will be that type of game. That 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 there won't be much time for resting on anything on Sunday.
0: No, and I, I, you might have answered my question there just at the, at the outset there, but. Can you see any changes in the teams from, from the semi finals? And I suppose for Kilmallock's sake, they have huge versatility that, you know, for example, Oshin O'Reilly can play in any of those six forward positions. Uh, Gavin O'Mahon, was full forward last year. He's centre back now. Aaron Costello can kind of play from two to nine. You know, that they do have huge adaptability. Can you see that being used by Finto O'Connor on Sunday?
1: Yeah, well, you see that, that 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 there's a question then, like, um, uh, who does he up for, um, Paddy O'Brien or or Kevin O'Donnell? Like, you know, um, these are two players now that, in my view, would be nailed on starters in any team. You know, and yeah. uh, Kevin O'Donnell has been reduced in a couple of games to playing big parts, and any time he has come on, um, we have we have seen how good a hurler he is. And and, and and what he brings to the team. I I I think both sides will be looking for the for the stability that brought him to the final. Um I I, 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 I think the if you're asking um the respective teams what what changes I would expect from the semifinal to the final, Jack, I would answer it with one word minimum.
0: Yeah. I suppose you, you have to back the players that got you there in the start. But talking of the players, we just said we'd try and throw together a starting 15 from the two teams. And it, it's very difficult. You know, you're you're going to be leaving out and either All-Stars or, or future All-Stars, whatever way you put it. But we'll run through them, Matt. Um, and I'll just, I'll ask you for your goal first. And we'll do the defence as a full of midfield. But in goals, I don't think there's going to be
1: any major surprise. Barry, Barry Hennessy would be the goalkeeper, I would imagine. You know, yeah. four times all winner, a substitute goalkeeper, and, you know, four times county senior hurling medalist. Um, Barry's done it all, and, you know, he, despite it all and, and his longevity of how long he's been playing, he hasn't lost one bit of appetite for it, which is phenomenal and says so much for Barry. You know, it it could have to be Barry, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, obviously, it'll be Evan Condon's first final um, in goals for Nibirshig. Um, Kieran Kennedy has, has held down, or Park Kennedy has held down that role for well over there. Evan has proven well worth his place. But as you said, Barry is a four-time county winner and also a four-time winner, so no surprises there. Um, your full-back line, and this is where it starts to get very tricky, but your three in the full-back line. My three in the full-back line, and I, I
1: reflected long and hard on this one, um I, I would be going for Jerome Byland, um, Mike Casey and Aaron Costello.
0: So you've you've moved Aaron Costello into into home, so a cornerback. Yeah. Um I I have a different there now because Aaron I just put Aaron out in the wing because he played there in the in the semi final. But obviously AC I think needs no explanation. Jerome Biden has obviously played Mudd's Championship as well. Um, and obviously Aaron Costello has done. I have Dan Joy in at the other cornerback slot. But again, you're, you're losing out in players. of Emmett McEvoy has been brilliant this year for the Pearce. And obviously you know, the O'Loughlin are stalwarts for Kilmallow. But it just goes to show the, the standard of player that's at the disposal there, If was which was the hardest player to leave out,
1: I suppose, for you Jack, you, you could make you, you, you could pick two mixed teams between them and you you come up with two cracking teams.
0: Yeah, yeah. The the standard I just run out the fifteen and then trying to mark them off mm-hmm. like it was only four or five that you were like they have to be on this team in a certain position. I think my case is one of those, <laughs> in fairness to him, but uh you know he'll have his hands full this weekend, I suppose, moving into your half back line.
1: Oh I I really I really really agonized on this one and um the only one that I could really um settle on without an awful lot of of thought was that uh, Paddy O'Loughlin at left half back. Um, yeah number and he's only on half back. Sorry. I have um, Paddy and he was the one of
0: the first ones in the fence to fair.
1: Yeah. Sorry, um then uh, at centre half back, I, I just couldn't make up my mind because the choices between Gavin O'Mahony and, and and Ronan Lynch, and um, Ronan Lynch, I suppose, has been consistent there. Um, and um, I, I I I actually sat on the fence in this one because I put Gavin at right half back and I put Ronan Lynch at centre back.
0: Okay, so yeah. <laughs> I look, fair, like, every position. I just,
1: I just couldn't, I couldn't countenance a combined team that Gavin O'Mahony wouldn't be in, because he has brought so much. He brings so much. Um, you know, um, I t'was, t'was unimaginable to me. So I think I came up with an an honourable compromise in in my own mind anyway. Jack, you'll probably think, what's your halfback line?
0: Yeah, well, obviously I, I have Paddy at seven. I've run in the centre as you said. Longevity there, you know, he won all Ireland in sixteen under back, and you know he's never really been budged. And the quality players, the like said, Kyle King and Alan Dempsey, and Will Dunne, who even played six as well for a while. That he held them off. And I have Aaron Costello out in the wing because I had Dan Joy in the corner. So having a man he didn't make it in my team. But you know, if it was if it was the the best skill, my luck. The, Bears, the team of all time. He'd be one of the first names on the team sheet, you know. And This isn't to say he won't be mad in the match, I think. Again, we're only doing this for, for the fun of it. I think people enjoy hearing these things. But as you said, you could... If you got 10 people to pick 10 different teams, there'd be so many, you know, differences in opinions. And that's what I went for. Aaron Costello, Ronan Lynch and Paddy O'Loughlin. But, I mean, a, a half band of Mike Foley, Gavin O'Mahony and... um Paddy and
1: Paddy
0: O'Brien, Body Kevin O'Brien. O'Donnell, yeah, and you know who? Carl King, you know, could be as equally called, dominant. Carl
1: King and all Ireland winning captain, you know, never left Napier Shick down.
0: <coughs> yeah, you know, that, they have a few as well from an intermediate team, that likes of James O'Brien, David Breen, and Ellen Dempsey, that, you know, a lot of teams and senior would, you know, bite your hand off from. But that's the strength that we're dealing with here. And so many All Ireland winners, you know when you're looking through this team, in fairness, just probably from the first seven, there's probably five, you know, and under, if you bring it on edge, then they've all won them on my sheet, sheet anyway. Um, so very hard to cut Midfield, then, probably a bit more straightforward.
1: Yeah, I thought midfield was, was um, <coughs> let's say, <coughs> I felt I had to give the least amount of thought to it, in that, you know, that Willem O'Donoghue and Robbie Handy would be the standout performers.
0: Yeah, I, I don't... Like, Keith Mc is, is a fine earner in, in his own right. And obviously then... Absolutely. Kevin O'Donnell or Paddy O'Brien or even O'Shea O'Reilly played there Third the year. But I think when you're coming in, uh, they've probably lorded the midfield area the last few years themselves and, and Keen Lynch then from Pat and Dardunov and from Dune. They have been the dominant midfielders. And we spoke in detail about that um, little match up there. So we won't dwell on it too much. Um and then into the forwards, Matt. These, do we do,
1: do, 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 do have to pick the forward? Chad, yeah, what's your half-forward you?
0: line? Yeah, just before I rang you on Monday night, you kind of let out a sigh because you knew you'd have to to leave out someone. Um, and I was really thinking about moving Will back to centre-back where he played there a few years ago to try and fit in all these players. But you're going to have to leave players out. But my half-fine, Ocean O'Reilly at 10 uh, Peter Casey at eleven and died M C at twelve was what I settled for. Um, you know O'Shea O'Reilly I think has been the most improved player in Limerick over the last twelve months. Was the best player in championship last year. Hasn't really relented. Just so dominant when he gets the ball. And I suppose against doing conditions really didn't go his way. But like if there's a dry pitch on Sunday, like he he was unreal in the Gaelic crowns last year to the semi and final. Peter Casey at 11 I think is a brilliant mix of he'll take his own score when it's on but he likes to get players into the game. He's an all-star. Like, there's no dispute in Peter Casey and 12-died MC has been I think the Limerick for the last seven or eight years. You know always gets a goal so influential around the middle third. Um, Never worked out for him at the county level I think it's fair to say but for an appearance I don't need to be anyone better than Aaron County as a whole. So O'Reilly, Casey and Dempsey, I think would take on any county halfback, not to mind the club one. Um, had you any differences?
1: I had, I had, I had. I had O'Reilly <laughs> and I had Dempsey. Um, uh, for, obviously, for the reason that, that, you, said, that you said, like, um, you know, I rate Ocean extremely, extremely, extremely highly. Uh, absolutely fantastic player. And I, the same for David Dempsey. I, Dahi Dempsey is just... Simply in, in, incredible in my view, and what what a champion, what a servant in the peership. Now he him see you know year in year out, game in game out, never comes below uh, a, a a certain level. Um, I had opted for I had opted for Conor Bylan at centre half forward. Okay, that's I I'd imagine you're
0: case in team somewhere, but you will explain that to us.
1: I, I will explain. Of course, I'm. And it's no secret Peter Casey will be in it, and don't worry, don't <laughs> worry, he'll be in it. And, um, um uh, but a uh, really, um, you know, I read Connor Boylan, and obviously, um, we've seen we've we've seen Jack, the contribution that Connor Boylan has made to his county. Um, and uh, uh, makes a huge, huge contribution in my view to to. Um, to Napier, he's 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 a vital cog in, in, in that Napierci team, and um, like he, he was one of the first names when I came to naming the forwards that went into it. Um, just he, he went in shoulder to shoulder with Peter Casey on it because, um, how important he's he's hugely, hugely important.
0: Yeah, Conor Royal is a class player, and to be you, I have I have four players written in at number 13. <laughs> That's 13. Alone, um um, for nothing because I just thought it was so so difficult to, to narrow him down. But you obviously have Peter Casey in the full forward line, yes, Peter Casey at 15.
1: 15.
0: Well, for me, my, my, he... my,
1: my, my full forward line after a lot of agonizing, and this is no disrespect to me, Hall Ola. And I went, um, um, for Graham Mulcahy, um, Shane O'Brien. Uh, Shane O'Brien moving him to full forward because of his adaptability. We've we've seen it with Ard School, we've seen it with Kilmalik, the way he can move around. And of course Peter the Great, Peter Casey. Yeah, I like I mean there's no
0: there's no dispute Like, like you
1: know you, you, you could make compelling cases. You could make compelling cases for for, for Michal Hulan. You could make compelling cases for Kevin Downs. You could make compelling cases for Adrian Breen.
0: Yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, as I said, I have four down here. I'm going to have to just pick as you go. And I suppose I win for never players to watch. And 15 for me is Shane O'Brien because I know he's only 18 and might put a lot of pressure on him. But I just think he's such a brilliant player to watch. No fear. Um, Even the size of him, he's ready to play senior hurling. He's shown that. i imagine he'll be with Limerick next year. He'll, you know, he'll, he'll do his service. And he probably won't play very much next year, but he'll be still with the 20s. At full forward I went for Adrian Breen. Um just when it comes to club play, um he's got two twenty-three in six games from plays well over four points a game, which is you know really incredible stuff um for a full forward. And then I have four All Ireland winners that go into that that last spot. Michael Hulan, Graham Mulcahy, Connor Boylan, and Kevin Downs. Um, I'll probably I'll probably go with Graham Mulcahy. Um, just longevity, you know, started the ireland final not too long ago. Has been a real linchpin for Kilmallock, scored seven points in the final last year. But, you know, Meal Hulin has all-year barring that injury, so I think I get an out there with him that he was injured. So that's why his name, Conor Boylan, I, I don't know. I, why I just I want, to know point point about,
1: I want to make one point about, about Graham Mulcahy, you know. um. Uh, they, they, they tend to benchmark him, his performance based on, on scoring. But the contribution that, that, that Graham Mulcahy makes to Limerick is simply phenomenal. The work rate that he brings, he, he's a full back line's nightmare. He's a full back lines pure nuisance. Um, now, he takes on a sort of a different role with Kilmallock as, as he's to the forefront and moves the centre forward if things aren't going well in a particular place, send for Graham to, to, to rectify it, you know. But um, this narrative that's going around about him not scoring and all that sort of thing, that that to me is the, is the height of nonsense. Um, um, Graham Mulcahy made a phenomenal contribution to Limerick in 2022.
0: I did, of course, start an Ireland final, won it. That's for Ireland for him. But to be fair, man, if we pick this team on Monday afternoon, you probably have Michal Hullohan, uh, Connor Boyle. well, either Connor Boyle and Kevin Downs, you know, it's just what we feel right now at this moment before the final, but I'd, I'd happily have any of those lads starting. Um, I'd written down players that were lucky to miss out, like, Conor Hadley-Clark is such an enjoyable horror to watch as well, you know, risk work, I don't know, is there anyone that rivals him in Limerick, to be fair, Kevin O'Manion missed out on my team, McAvoy, Kevin Downs, you know, there's a couple for you
1: that missed out as well. It's all for a bit of fun. Philip, you know, but it Philip just goes Philip O'Loughlin, sh- yeah, Philip O'Loughlin, you know, has yeah. played singer with them, and and we saw him last year as, um, as a fantastic wing back, last year when he camped on the side, and it it, it 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 it's testimony to his versatility, um, the way he has dovetailed back into in into the full back line again beside his brother Mark, um, it's 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 um, you know, he, 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 I I I'll tell you Jack. He, you, you could make cases for maybe 17 or 18 on both sides. That oh, is yeah, the type of talent and that's the type of quality that you're talking about.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, it's unreal in, in fairness and just two brilliant sides and, and it makes for a brilliant game and I suppose it was probably an 8-7 split there for both of us on the, on the starting 15s. But I know we leave predictions at the end most weeks and we won't just get predictions, but I will get it before we go into Premier Team, but, you know, where do you see the winning and losing of this game on
1: Sunday? As I told you um, from the outset, I see the winning and the losing as how the respective defences deal with the, up, the opposing forwards. And um, yeah, uh, that, that, that is going to be crucial. Absolutely crucial. In my opinion. Yeah. And, um, uh, now you know, it, it might be an obvious answer, um, Bush, um you're talking and um you know, a follow on from the debate that we had there and picking six forwards, it gives you an idea of the firepower that both sides have up front. And it it's the defense that will be best organized, that will be tightest, that will give the least amount away, um that will 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 we'll decide it normally forwards and scoring prowess. um uh you know, defines and wins or loses games, but um I, I think on this occasion it will be who will defend the best against what are stellar um stellar attacks, no matter what formation either side come up with. You know, there's look at the 6 side, and um, there there are threats everywhere. We didn't mention Willem Hinn at all. You know, and um, uh, there there is a player and and um uh, the Kilmalat side it's something similar. Like that um, we picked the team and, and Mihal Hulan failed to get into it. But um Mihal Hulan at, at his best. And I suppose our thinking was conditioned um by his performances this year, which have been totally blighted by injury, unfortunately. Um had yeah. had, had Mihal Hulan um uh, played, had he had the same amount of game time as he had last year and had the same involvement with Kilmalak during the campaign. We
0: might have had different forward lines. Oh, 100%. Um, you know, and again, that team could change in an hour's time. I could ring you and say, I want, you know, Conor Boyd in and Kevin Downs in, and, you know, it, it'll all depend on the day. But if you were I'll tell, to predict, I'll, it, I'll, Matt... I'll
1: tell you, get lost, Jack, because we'll have, have the job done.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It was hard enough to do it once. But we'll go into our prediction, Matt, and this Sunday game on a quarterback for who do you see lift the delicate at the end of the day?
1: I should look flip a coin. you can flip a coin on this one. Um oh, yeah. I'm going for Kilmalok by a pint.
0: Kilmalik by a pint. Yeah. Yeah, and to very like twenty seventeen, you know, they kind of were pretty much blown out of the um, water. They they do look a far better team this time around, to be fair to Kilmallock. Absolutely.
1: No, I'm I. I fancied the piercing from the start, but you know that was before a ball was poked. And but what I've seen, and for the reason that I think that Kilmallock are, are a better side, but uh, um, a better side than last year. <coughs> um, I I'm just going for them to share it marginally by a point. I think I think the experience the experience of last year will stand them in very very good stead, Jack.
0: Yeah, I was. I think I think we got extra time. I I don't see anything to separate the teams. No, I think it's. I'll just check here. No, uh, finish on the day was the note that we got during the week so I don't yeah I don't think there's a replay Um, you know but if, if it does go to extra time I think we'll have lights in the Gaelic grounds it'll be a lot more dramatic uh, I just can't see any separate the sides in normal time and if I was to go in extra time I would just go with Napier Sigg and the simple reason is that they haven't gone more than two years without a title since 2011 you know every second year they're there um, as winners and but very very difficult, and the closer it's getting, the more inside with Kilmallock I thought after the semi-finals, I thought it was Nairnshire were maybe two or three points ahead. But you know, you see, Jack, four You nine, know another
1: factor that what? another factor that that's, that's playing into all this, Jack, is you have two, you have two teams in Sun in Sunday's final that know how to win finals. Hmm. They've won ten of the last twelve between them. It'll it it will give you a sense of the level of dominance that they have enjoyed in in, in the competition. So um look. <sighs> we'll wait until about uh, the, uh,
0: the, uh, the point of ten out of the last twelve, a lot of the same faces, you know, have won have been there thereabouts for you know both teams. Obviously, Barry Hennessy the Lachlands, Mulcahy, you know, have been there right from the start of 2010.
1: Kevin well, O'Donnell, Gavin O'Mahony, they, they've all been been there for, uh, through all that and if you go to the MacPierce side, you have something similar but there might be yeah. slightly a bit more change like Kevin Downs has been there through it all, Adrian Green has been there through it all, you know, and... Kevin uh, Downs
0: was there in 09, you know, for their first ever mm-hmm. final which I think is an... Incredible achievement that he'll be, I think it's, a, it's his ninth count or maybe uh, tenth uh, county final. And it, tenth, it, yeah.
1: It's a reinvented a reinvented Kevin Downs that we have this year because he's an absolutely fantastic bottom.
0: Yeah, and, and it, it as well, but <laughs> it wasn't for horrible injuries. Shane Dowling we were talking out in the light blue um for for Napirch um on Sunday. So I suppose fair thought for Shane that you know injuries applied blighted, but he's resurrected. Actually, his career to me, they have a final. next well, but this was the prediction segment, and you know, one point either way for us. You know, we're looking forward to a really good game. Matt. Um, I'll give you the final word on Sunday, but it, it just promises to be a cracker.
1: It does absolutely, and um, it's one of those games that we can
0: wait for. Oh yeah, definitely can't wait. Um, and may the best team win on the day. You know, because we 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 can't really call. But to be fair, who's going to win it? So let the, the best team win? Um, obviously, 24 hours earlier, just over 24 hours, hours earlier, we'll have the Premier Intermediate uh, Harlan final between Bruff and Monaline. And to be fair, the Premier Intermediate final, you know, has been the best competition in Limerick par none since its inception in 2014. And I don't know it's the first time, but we'll have two previous winners playing each other. I don't think that's happened before, obviously. Um, Bruff and 14 and lean in 2016 um but we talk about 16. you know the pelmelo yeah the Mellick and the Pierce um having very similar teams very new looking teams for both of those sides there won't be a huge amount of experience from those finals for either side that they are relatively new look
1: they are relatively new look and um i, I was reflecting on it um uh, obviously during the week and having attended the um the um the under nineteen premier under nineteen hurling final between the same two clubs, um I I I just um we we went through the problem and found that there's as many as six or seven of um in e- on each side who were playing under nineteen that night who are now in in their respective adult squads and a number of them actually have made the transition um onto onto the team like. You know, you have the like of um uh, Joseph Fitzgerald and and Ronan Lyons and the and the um, the um Lean team, Ben Hayes there or thereabouts and Ruff, you 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 you've Patrick Finn, you've you Dara Butler, Dara O'Brien, these people making the breakthrough and um Josh Keating and you know, um that that in in some ways Jack goes to explaining why there is such a turnover from when they were um when they were last champions but of course um both sides as well jack have had um, have um have had experience at senior level now um Brough's Sojourn um at, at senior level was shorter than than Mona in and that they they survived for three years at 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 senior level whilst them um, survived for five but there, there will be residual experience. Um, uh, they are, um, from from those senior days, there will be a number of players on both sides who have been around the block. Well, of course, Monolene are only down since, since um, last year. That's
0: so, fair, they, yeah.
1: they will have considered a number of players who will have have played at senior level. But spare a thought for Paul Brown, you know. Paul Brown played, I think, in the 2007 uh, Intermediate Hurling Final. So, like um Paul has given an absolutely fantastic um fantastic service to Bruff and uh, you know, Paul is as good as ever and um will be a key player on Sunday. So um yes, you know, the the the, the changeover uh, the your original point, Jack, is is brought about by both clubs who work very, very hard at underage and are beginning to reap, reap dividends of it. Um they served up a classic in the under 19 final and I think it's only fitting that um a number of those players will get their chance to show showcase at higher level on Saturday.
0: Yeah, and you talk about that cracker at our team. Obviously, in the group stages, it was 217 to the 24. There was just a point between them as well, you know. And from Online, they won on the day, but we've spoken about how hard it is to beat the team twice um in the one season, and they obviously did it with F in the semi-final. But you know, there was a huge the game was far closer to the semi than the group stages, and, and if bruph do the same they'll win, you know, there's probably a bit more pressure on Monoline, as well as the fact that they came down from senior as well, that the pressure is probably more towards them.
1: It is, I'd say, and um, I, I, I saw the semi-final and um, um, between Effen and Monoline. and Jack, I made the point I think as recently as last week or the week before, that um, you had a confluence of events in in, in their final group game where um, you, you had... Um, monoline at that very best, and uh, you had a no-show from Effin on the day, that gave it the started result. Because I think um, the, the 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 semi-final is is far more reflective of of where Monoline and Effin are at. Um, like in fairness, in the semi-final, and 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 from a Monoline point of view, Jack, it was a very very good semi-final to win, because they got. They got what you know what any team in in pr- preparing for a final would want and they got a severe test um oh, yeah. had had they repeated the performance of eight days earlier and ran away with it um you know it it would be of little use from going into going into the final but they 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 got a real test and it was only really even were within a score um as the clock ticked up to the hour but um yeah. uh, Monlin's- Bought five points in 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 four minutes, literally, um, to really to put it out of their reach. But, um, yeah, it was a good semi final to win. But so too was Bruff's semi final because they had to go to extra time. Yeah, and um, yeah. they really had to extricate themselves from a very difficult situation in, uh, towards the end of normal time, and they did it. So that's exactly very very good preparatory work for the final. It sets it all up very 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 nicely for a, for a what should be a cracking final on on Saturday now on Saturday. But it's actually Bruff's third appearance in the final, Jack.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Bruff have 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 a very very good record in this competition. They won it in 2014. They were back in the competition in 2018, after um. After being relegated at the end of 2017, they got to the final when they were beaten by Galatasaray. And yeah. in 2019 and 2020, they reached the semi-finals. Now, last year they didn't make the cut in the truncated um, in the truncated competition. But um, you know they, they've regrouped, they've rebuilt, and uh, and they're back ready to go again.
0: Yeah, I suppose for Brough, we talk about the influx of young players, to come through excuse me, uh, a, a semi-final with extra time would be usual for, for younger players. And obviously, you mentioned and were a difficult task for Mona Lean, but probably, again, leaning towards prof in that regard, that their semi was tougher and they'd be given two weeks to recover. So there'd be no worries about, about that, but you know, it would have brought him on a lot. And in 18, bruff are very similar to that Gary Spillane team from 18, you know, the team that beat Prof that a lot of young players coming through won a minor title and are building. But again, like, you can't account for Monoline's experience at senior level. You know, a lot of a lot of big players have played there. They obviously have Andrew Latouche back now, but outside of that, like, Larkin Line, the centre-back, is an All-Ireland winner. So as Andrew. You have the likes of Ed Doyle. The mm-hmm. Lika was starting for the tw- last year, you know, in corner forward that they're a dangerous outfit um, I'll put it to you Matt and you can explain it with in, as long, long as you want who will win on Saturday and who will get to the coveted cedar eggs in Limerick Yeah well
1: you, you know you mentioned um, uh, about about Mona Lien and and their experience and you're, you're quite correct in that and that they, they have a number of players like you start with Jamie Power and goal like that Larkin Lyons has considerable um has, has considerable experience. Um but um, who's uh, you know who who to me is having a fantastic year and uh is is is, is one to watch in Sunday's final uh, or Saturday's final I beg your pardon, would be would be Ed Doyle like and um he, he's 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 having um he he's having a very very good year. Marco wire is a serious forward and Donico Dali of course played in the All Island final with Limerick at under twenty level in then you have players like Simon Griffin, Dara Golden, and O'Mahony, um who have who, been around a bit and who have been experienced. And I mentioned Joseph Fitzgerald. They have a very exciting midfield partnership with Joseph Fitzgerald and a, a, a guy called Lachlan McHale. Um, two very, very, very good hurlers. And um, uh, of course, we mentioned already your Larkin Lines, but his brother Ronan, of course, is a former... Uh, two times once the minor medal winner with Limerick and, um, uh, again, an exceptionally player. Um, to, to return to the number of your question, I'm going for rough to win it narrowly, Jack. Um, and it's sort of picking up on a small bit on what you said earlier when it, it's very, very hard to beat a, a, a team a second time. And, um, if, if, if um, not that that not that that particular game will have much bearing on what what will happen on Saturday, but um, I I I think the presence and the influence of the like of Sean Finn and Paul Brown will tilt it in Bruff's favour. These guys know how to win big games. You know, um, yeah, really. Yeah. They are, they are conditioning my thinking and directing me towards um, um, nominating Brough as the likely winners.
0: Yeah, another one that's, that's really hard to call. Like <sighs> Sean Finn, it's very hard to count for a, a four-time All-Star and four-time all Ireland winner in, in a game like this. You could have so much bearing on the game and if if Monleane have a danger man, whether it be the like said Dial or Ron Lyons or Danica O'Daly or Mark Twire whoever, then he could shut them down. You know, he's he's done it with the best players in Ireland, so he, he would condition your thinking. Again, again, I'd side with a draw, but it's it's finishing the day. I'm, I'm not percent sure again, um, and I'll I'll go up rough that's as a That's well. a
1: Jack. That's a very big ditch or fence you're sitting on today. It must be a very comfortable fence because you're prepared to sit in it all day.
0: Well, I, I I did give a, I did give a prediction for the senior and I will with the primary I think Bruff will win by two points. Um oh, again, if you ask me this um at half two on Saturday before the game throws in, I'd probably say to Monoline, you know, this. they're really hard to call, man, you know, and, and that's what we want. It's you know, been, you it, know
1: it, it, want... it, it's it's one of those games. If you ask me again before the end of the programme I might even say Monoline. You know, it's that tight and you know.
0: And, so you know in the grand, in the grand scheme of things you know it shows why limerick are the best team in the country because even at club level there's no easy game for anybody everyone is put to the pin in their color um you know like in you'd imagine a lot of counties if you're a four-time all-star that they've you know carried their team to any championship but you know that's not the case here That more leaner are real contenders and they have a load of stars in, in their own right and they're gone from the football as well you know that they were doing it till last again it'll be the last game of the season for for whoever comes through um or forever loses, you know we winner will have monsters and i'm sure both teams will be really excited because Mona monali i think um they were beaten by kilmayli i think in 16 a game that they probably thought they should have won so i'd say there's unfinished business there and for bruff um well, bruff, they bruff, Munster. Bruff, bruff,
1: bruff reached the, the, the monster final in 2014 and appeared to have the job done when they were, play, were playing um, against the Breeze in the first half against Capoquin, but failed to get the job done. Failed to get it done. Yes. Um, I, I think they, they were only training by something like three or four points at half time. Uh, they held Capoquin scoreless, as far as I remember, in the second half, but couldn't bridge the gap. Yeah, so I. Sean Finn on the day was playing corner forward.
0: I think he scored was a 1-3 in the county final that year so I mean he can do it all but yeah look a fascinating game on Saturday and it'll be, I even know it's important it's the perfect curtain raiser for the senior final the following day um Prof 3 o'clock on Saturday the Pierce Kilmallock at quarter past 4 on Sunday two water games um two really exciting games uh we gave them their dues there because that's what they deserve is a lengthy preview but uh for now, we'll leave you at that. There'll be a second podcast this week. This will go live on Wednesday, but there'll be a second podcast this week um, to go over the football finals, and we'll go to the all-stars. There'll be more hurling in the other podcast, but um, a huge thank you again, Matt, only last words before we head into the county final weekend.
1: Really looking forward to the weekend. It's the weekends that we live for. Exactly. Um,
0: um, a huge thank you to you and a thank you to everyone listening make sure if you get your comments in we'll go back and look at them and we can discuss them later on um, maybe next week's podcast so again thank you Matt and we'll talk soon
1: Impression again we get old with what you put in it's like a walk of life if you're good enough go and get it no more about it but not so much control in the centre of the field from Phil Kenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar
0: Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods and she give you 50 pence you can't get the
1: pounds worth of goods can you just about kept in oh wow
0: he goes out to Tommaso Shea, he deserves to score from here, one of the
1: highlights of the second game. Lemmich went out there from the water court today, the more awarding, he made all the run that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the back of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. No sympathy in this game for anybody.